Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Union Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and this is the first episode of 2023. So welcome to the new year. I'm saying this to you before it even is 2023 because I am recording this on, what day is it? It's Saturday. I, you know, I think if we all get this way, I cannot remember what day it is for the life of me. I took the week between... Christmas and the new year off. So this whole week, I thought it was Thursday. Today, it is Saturday. I'm looking at a calendar in front of me. It is Saturday. It is New Year's Eve. And so it's my last day of 2022, getting ready to make it a very good day with what is in within my control, which we'll talk about more of that. But I thought it might be fun or helpful or important to talk about something that comes up very often every single year when the new year approaches. Now, before we get into that, just a quick reminder that I like to give everybody at the top of every episode that although I'm a therapist, this podcast is called Unique Therapy, this does not serve as a replacement for therapy or a substitute for any mental health services. However, it can be helpful. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. And also what a great way to start your new year with listening to a new podcast like you need therapy. So share it with all your friends and help them start their new year the best way possible. So what we're going to talk about today. Well, if you think about the new year and what I just said and how certain things do come to mind and they come up every single year right around this time, what comes to my mind is a lot of diets, a lot of ads for weight loss, a lot of sales at gyms and fitness centers, and also new year resolutions which I don't always make, but I will be doing this year, which that's actually what we're going to talk about. 
side note, we're not going to be talking about diets and why you don't need to go on them this year because I have a lot of content on that and I will link those episodes. I also found something new out that I will put in the show notes and I will also make a post about but apparently you can hide diet ads on your Instagram. Specifically, I don't know if you can do that on other social media avenues, but there's a way for you to hide ads that are sending you just any kind of information that is hurtful or not helpful as you're trying to actually live a life where you can be confident and love yourself. So you can actually get rid of the diet culture kind of stuff in your social media feed. So I will post that. But today what we're going to be talking about our New Year's resolutions. And I know this can be a hot topic and an over-talked about topic these days. I think that I've talked about New Year's resolutions maybe every year that I've done this podcast. I can't remember, but I, I probably did because it comes up so often. And what I remember about New Year's resolutions as a kid is being forced to come up with them at school. Like every year, like, what are you going to do this year? What's your goal this year? I remember it feeling like it was a project or a homework assignment, maybe because sometimes it was. And I also have zero memories of actually working towards any goals that I set. And I don't have any memories of any goals that I set as a kid other than like, I want to lose so much this much weight or I want to it was something to do with body and weight and all of that something toxic that's really not helpful and that I actually probably failed at because those things set you up to fail and I'm also the kind of person who when I'm being forced to do something for the sake of doing it because everyone else is doing it or there's no reason behind it if I don't have some information about why do I need to do this if it just feels like busy work I don't want to do that. And I'm probably going to rebel because I don't want to do it. Now, I'm somebody who believes that we have to do things we don't want to do in life. And as an adult, we really have to do that stuff. And I do those things. But when it just feels like there's no rhyme or reason, and I'm just being forced to do this, there's this part of me that comes up and just wants to rebel. And I'm like, I, I don't want to do that because I don't want to, even if it might be something that would be helpful for me. Speaking of, I believe there are people out there including myself, who hold on to certain things for bragging rights. Like, I've never done this, or I've never done that, or I've never seen that, or I've never tried that. And it's like a bragging right thing, but really what you're doing is you're holding back from experience you might actually like. For example, I've always really enjoyed being able to say to people, and I don't know why, I've never seen the Harry Potter movies. It's not that I was like, I don't, well, maybe I did think that, like I wouldn't like them, I don't know. But there is a part of me. Well, that's not true because I like the Hunger Games and I read the Hunger Games books and they're not exactly the same, but they're kind of similar. I've never seen any of the movies and I've never read any of the books. And in 2022 and maybe part of 2021, I think I started, I've started watching the Harry Potter movies. I've only gotten, I'm on number six now. They're so good and I can't wait to read the books. And now I'm like, I've been holding myself back from really enjoying something from my whole childhood. I remember when I got a Harry Potter book when I was in elementary school, maybe. And I didn't end up reading it. I think I just at that age couldn't get into it. And it was a big book. And as as a small kid, the big book kind of intimidated me, even though the print is kind of big. But then I just turned into this like person who, ah, mm, no, I don't read those books. I don't do that. I don't watch those movies. Nope. Have no idea what you're talking about. When I, I could have been really nerding out over this stuff for a long time. And 
I just think it's silly. And I think a lot of us do that. We hold on to these things for like bragging rights, but nobody cares. Nobody cares that I never saw Harry Potter. They're probably actually feel bad for me more than being like, that's cool. Nobody's ever being like, that's cool that she doesn't watch Harry Potter. Nobody cares. So if you're holding on to something like that, this is my little PSA that has nothing to do with this episode to maybe dip your toes in that water. See if you like it before you say, I'm, I'm, nope, I don't do that. Because now one of my goals for the year is to watch all of the Harry Potter movies, which shouldn't be that hard, but I fall asleep during movies really easily. But then my goal is to read the books and I don't have to do it in a year, but my goal is to read the books. And once I read the books, my boyfriend has agreed to plan a trip to Harry Potter world because that sounds really fun after watching some of these movies. I want to go in a world that is created to look like that. Anyway, back to the content for today. As I was thinking about why maybe I don't or have not tried to set New Year's resolutions or follow through with them, what also came up, other than the fact that I feel like I used to be forced to do them for no good reason, I didn't understand it and it felt like homework. The other thing that came up was this dilemma that I come back to pretty often where I am asking myself and I'm asking the people around me, how do you strive to be the best version of yourself and also accept who you are at the same time. Sometimes those things can get kind of convoluted and they can fight against each other. And so how do we hold those things at the same time? And every year when we have to make a resolution or we feel like we have to make a resolution or we should make a resolution, is it bumping up against the part that wants to accept who I am walking into the new year? Or is it taking away from me when I don't do it because I could be striving to enjoy more parts of my life? So that came up. And as I thought about this, I also thought about how historically, for me personally, and I think this is a big thing in the world, New Year's resolutions have been very shame-based. They've been about losing weight. They were that for me as a kid, the ones that I can remember. And they were consistently about changing this big thing about you that you hate and taking on this big project. And then those projects are just so big and then you end up not being able to follow through with them for various reasons. And then on top of the goal that might also be shame-based, you're then also adding this feeling of failure because you don't achieve it and that you can't achieve things that you put your mind to. And so what's the point? So all that was going on in my head. Then the other thing that's coming up is I actually really like fresh starts. I love having a clean space to walk into whether that is a new week or a new day or a new hour, a a new year, a new month. I like clean spaces where we get to like start again and we can take what we learned, the good and the bad, and then we can also walk into a new space where we get to use that information. And for me, building a life that you are, are wanting and that you enjoy and that you love includes being an active participant in the building of that life. Like you can't build a life of all those things without being a participant in building that. You can't hire somebody to build that for you. You can go to a therapist, but that therapist can't build a life for you. You can find a partner, but that partner is not going to be building a life that you want. You can have kids, but those kids are not going to be building a life that you want. You have to be an active participant in creating that life, which is why I've come to this conclusion over the past couple of years that I really do like using the new year as a meeting ground for reevaluation. What did I really like this year? What did I really enjoy this year? What did I really not enjoy? What experiences brought me memories and feelings that I want to savor and I want to have more of and then I want to remember and what feelings and memories 
are things that I want to get out of my mind. Evaluate what happened, what went on, what you want more of and what you don't, and then create goals around that. These questions are very simple. Like they're pretty simple questions. You can just journal about that in a couple minutes, but they lead you to creating a space for you to walk into where you are better equipped to know what you want to get out of your life versus blindly walking into like doors being like, oh, I wonder if this will be better than last time. Or I wonder if I'll like this or, oh, I uh, don't know where I'm going. Oh, I don't like that. Like we can't control everything, but there are ways that we can set ourselves up to control what we can, which I know control is something that comes up in therapy and people's just digging into their lives a lot. And it's something that they are learning to let go of. But the kind of control that we want to let go of is the control that leads us nowhere and kind of gets us into fights with the world and the actual like rules of how the world works versus and the realities rather than rules of how, how the world is versus the control that we do have that is really helpful and can actually help us create fruitful lives. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I also find it very important to pay attention to your life for the fact that it forces you out of victim mode. 
right? Victim mentality and victim mode tells you don't pay attention because you can't control life anyway. It says just go with the flow. And then it gives you a lot of excuses why the world is against you living a joyful life because bad things are going to happen and bad things happen to you and you're not going to get what you want. And so don't pay attention to your life because what's the point? But when you don't pay attention to your life and you don't get what you want, it's not because life's not fair and you can't control things. It's because you didn't pay attention to your life. That's not the world's fault. That comes back on you. So this doesn't mean that you have to dissect every aspect of your life. It doesn't mean that you have to strive for perfection either. I don't want those things to get convoluted into any of what I'm saying. But it does mean that you can create goals in a healthy way that set you up for a year that you can enjoy parts of. So before we talk about some ideas on how to actually set yourself up well in doing this, I wanted to kind of get an idea of if you guys out there that listen to this podcast, if you set New Year's resolutions or if you don't and why or why not. So I posted on Instagram a question and then I pulled some of your answers. And this is what some of you said about why you don't set New Year's resolutions. I set small goals throughout the year. New Year resolutions are intimidating. I just start my goals when I want versus waiting for the new year. It makes me feel pressure versus a fresh start. I never stay committed and I feel like a failure. I just start when I'm ready. I make goals for my year, but with no starting point or no timeline. There's too much pressure. I do a a word for the year instead. I create goals throughout, throughout the year. I do this on my birthday and that's the year I go by. Doing this makes me anxious. I quit making resolutions and started making a bucket list. So that was just a couple of them, but you could even tell in the couple that I I um, read that there's a theme. There is a lot of no because I never follow through. It makes me feel like a failure. And there's a lot that said, I just start goals when I want. So here are some of the whys. Here are some of the reasons why people are creating resolutions and why they continue to do so. It's something that I look forward to doing every year. I like having things to work towards. I make goals rather than resolutions. They give me direction throughout the year. It's a good opportunity to build habits and build on past year's habits. I am the most consistent and motivated when I have actual goals. I've learned if you aim at nothing, you miss every time. I need to find some purpose. I create broad goals of personal growth. I never get specific and set impossible goals. I always want to keep learning about myself and it helps me focus. So in this list, what I noticed is that people who were setting these goals or resolutions, and somebody even said, I don't, I don't do resolutions. That feels different. I actually just set these goals. So what I noticed in this list is that the people who said that they do keep resolutions or goals, they were focusing on small things rather than I'm going to completely change my life. They say, I'm going to start a budget this year, or I want to read more. I want to learn how to grow tomatoes. There's these smaller attainable goals. And here are some of the things I also asked you guys, what are things that you have done in the past, that goals that you've made, resolutions that you've made that you're actually proud of and that actually helped you feel good about yourself? And here's some of the things that people said. I decided to go back to therapy. I decided to make a budget and ended up being able to pay for my car in cash. I made it a goal to go back to school and get my MBA. Reading for pleasure, not a specific goal in books. I just started reading for pleasure. Stretching every day for five minutes. I didn't ace this, but it helped me focus on something that I need. Drinking more water, lots of reading, smiling at strangers. I have resting bitch face. I love that one. And focusing on gratitude. So these are examples of goals. Some of them feel bigger than others, but this last one, focus on gratitude. 
That can be really small. It can be something that you do for 30 seconds a day. The smiling at strangers, that is a little thing that you work on that actually does make a big difference. So what I've come to know about goals and changes that people want to make in their lives is that sometimes we get paralyzed in the big stuff, as in we want these monumental life-changing Instagram-worthy feats, but there is a lot that goes into that, a lot that goes into that final Instagram post, which all could be goals in and of themselves. And a good life is not created by running a marathon, say, like if that's your resolution, I want to run a marathon this year. Your year is not going to be made better by that marathon, specifically running the marathon, the, the four or however many hours it takes for you to run that marathon. Your life is going to be made different or if it does end up being a better thing for you, better in how you get to run that marathon. And this is if you enjoy running. A good life is not created by you landing a dream job. A good life is created by actually enjoying that dream job that you go to every day. And that's the same kind of idea. And that's an example. I'm not saying that like a good life is just about your job, but you know what I mean? So a good life isn't created just by running that marathon. It's about the process of what it took to get you to that place where you could run that marathon. Because to be honest, running a marathon is not that fun. The actual event of it. It's hard and it hurts and you need a lot of recovery before and after. Anyway, if you've ever heard people talk about how, I mean, they've had it all and they still didn't feel happy, this is simply because you having a happy life is not in the end result of having it all. The end result can be fun and exciting, but it is a small part of the in-between stuff that actually is your life. That is something that you probably have heard people say before. It is something that just doesn't sink in the way I really wish it sunk in with people because we still go and we say, no, I want that thing versus I want that process. No one really cares, FYI, if you read 100 books this year. Nobody cares. And I'm sure when you do it, if you complete that goal and you finally post, like let's say on Instagram or TikTok or something, that you read 100 books, I bet that that felt good. And I bet that you got some comments and feedback and likes that felt good. But then that post is over. And then what? And then what? Did you do all of that for that 10 minutes of excitement when you got to post and tell people about it? Did you do this just so you could tell people about it? Or did you do it because you actually enjoyed the process of doing it? You liked to read and you read some stories that were really good and you learned some stuff that was really interesting. If you don't like to read and you made a goal to read 100 books and you read 100 books, then you just spent a lot of time doing something that you hate or maybe just don't like by choice that wasn't very beneficial to you. And my question for the people out there who are still fighting themselves in this big goal only world is if no one would get to know about you achieving the goal, if you couldn't talk about it or post about it on social media, would you still do it? Now, it'd be very different if you were like, I, I, I'm not a reader and I want to see if I like to read. And so I'm going to make a goal to read for fun this year to try it out. It's kind of how I was with Harry Potter. I don't know if I like Harry Potter, but I'm going to try it out. And guess what? I liked it. So then I created a goal around Harry Potter. But if you just create a goal, that's like, I'm going to read a hundred books, but like you don't like to read or you don't like to read that much. Was that worth it? Because you spent a lot of time doing something that you chose to do that might not have helped you and took away time that you could be doing something else that you do enjoy. One of the most important keys in creating any goal, not just in your resolution, where now this is any goal, this is just a good time to create some goals, is that the goal is actually achievable. 
It has to be less about the end result and more about the process. And maybe you're thinking like, what? No, I was taught like, keep your eye on the prize. Like that's how you get to, to the finish line. And sure, you can do that. But I also think you can get more out of what you're setting your mind to if you ask yourself, why is it that I want to achieve that prize? And then you make the goal about that. You make the goal about the why you wanted to do that big, scary thing. Before you set a goal, before you set a resolution, ask yourself, is this created based on what somebody else or what I think society says I should change or says I should do or says I might get some validation from? Or is this something that I'm creating because this feels like I want to try this out. And if nobody knew I was doing this, I still would want to do it. So let's talk about that. Again, one of the most popular news resolutions, one of the most popular goals out there, lose weight. So let's say your goal is to lose 100 pounds. Okay, why? Why do you want to lose 100 pounds? Answer that. Like I'm, without any judgment, I just want you to tell me why. And then let that kind of flow. A bunch of stuff might come out. Some of that might be, I want to take care of my body. Or I want to be able to go on hikes with my partner. Or I want to have more energy. Or I want to build confidence in myself. Those are your goals. Those are your goals. And sure, the headline of woman puts her mind to loving herself and gains confidence might not be as catchy and exciting as woman loses 100 pounds. But New Year's resolutions, personal goals aren't supposed to be created to get you likes on Instagram. They are supposed to be created to get you to like how you're living your life. Those are two pretty different things because if I focused all my time on how to get likes on Instagram, I might be living a completely different life than I really want to live. Those big goals that ignore the process and they're just about getting to that end result means you won't be achieving something until you achieve it, right? You are going to lose every day until you win one time. If I'm, my goal is to run a marathon, I'm going to be not running a marathon until I run a marathon. If my goal is to be is to lose 100 pounds, I'm not going to lose 100 pounds until I lose 100 pounds. If my goal is to go on a 10-mile hike with my partner, I'm going to not be doing that until I actually do that. But if my goal is to spend more time outside with my partner, if my goal is to build confidence in myself, there are things that I can do every day that that feel good to me. You can be doing that every single day and winning every single day versus, and, and you're not getting to this end result where then you post, right? If my goal is to, again, the 100 books, read 100 books, I'm not going to be reading 100 books until I get to the 100 books and then I get to the 100 books and then what do I do? But if my goal is I want to spend more time and give myself more time to do something that I love, like reading, then you get to do that every day and you get to experience the goodness of achieving that goal every single day. You're setting yourself up and you're, you're creating a mindset that's about doing things that are good for you versus torturing yourself for the sake of a goal that might not even be necessary. Again, it's a very important to ask myself and ask yourself, why? Why do I want to create this goal? Because that might actually lead you to another goal. If my why was to lose 15 pounds because I want to feel more confident, I want to be able to go hiking with my partner, I want to better my health, like I said, a goal to lose 50 pounds might not achieve those things. They could even take you further from it. And that's why a lot of times people get tired of setting goals and setting resolutions and they don't have faith in themselves that they can follow through with things because they set these goals that actually aren't things that they really care about, even though they think they care about them. And then you can't follow through with them because they're unrealistic. And then you create more and more evidence on how 
you shouldn't set goals or you can't set goals or you can't stick to things when that has nothing to do with it. You're setting yourself up from failure and the world kind of has created a space for us to do that from the beginning. So what we want to do is set ourselves up for success from the beginning, little success every day, because that's what's going to keep you going. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. To close this out, I want to talk about one more thing that I asked you guys about on Instagram, and that was things that you told me you wanted to leave in 2022. Some of them were funny, like uh, somebody said they want men who don't fish to stop wearing Bass Pro Shop hats, which is a very interesting trend to me because I don't really understand that in the sense that I don't get the uh, allure of the Bass Pro Shop trucker hat. And so if I'm not a fisher, why am I wearing that hat? But then I start thinking about it more. And then I was like, oh, it's kind of like how people wear band t-shirts and they've never listened to the band's music. It's just like the style that they like versus like they like that music. And I get that. I totally get it. So if it's coming from me, I don't care if you wear the Bass Pro Shop hat, but I did think that was funny. So kudos to whoever said that. Also, Noom was one of the ones, which I can't control what the diet world does out there. I can control what diets come out. There's always going to be new diets. I'm not going to ever encourage somebody to do them. And I'm going to talk about why they aren't very helpful all day long. But my main thing with Numa is I just, rather than just like them going away, I just want them to like admit what they are and admit that they're a diet because they refuse to acknowledge that, which I can't control that either, but it would be nice. And then somebody else said crop tops, which crop tops don't bother me but sometimes I am like I wish this was like the days where we wore these like umpire waist like baggy tank tops everywhere and I don't know clothes were more comfortable but they're cute so for the sake of fashion I guess anyway 
really what you guys said is there is a lot of overwhelming majority of two main things. And those things were that you want to leave people pleasing in 2022. And you want to leave comparing yourself to everyone slash caring more about what other people think about you than what you think about you. And I thought that was pretty interesting that that I mean, overwhelming majority of you guys said those two things or some version of that. So I thought that was very interesting as it pertains to just setting these goals and asking ourselves the why behind the what when it comes to our goals. So I want to give you guys a little challenge. Even if you don't typically make New Year's resolutions, I want to encourage you to try this. Create a small goal this year, teeny tiny small goal that has nothing to do with any outside validation. It's all about something that just is interesting to you, as weird as it might seem. Somebody might not think it's cool. Somebody might not care about it. That's not the point. It's about what you care about. I want this goals wow factor to come from how it makes you feel consistently versus one time. Okay. So our stipulations are, it has nothing to do with outside validation. So you could even challenge yourself to not post this on social media, right? If I use that idea of, if I could not post this on, on social media, would I still do it? Okay. And then the other part is the wow factor comes from how it makes you feel consistently versus a one big time woohoo moment. So write those goals down and then you can DM them to me. I'm going to make a list of these goals. I'm going to keep them. I might share them on Couch Talks and I'll give you a couple of weeks to do this, but I, I might share them on Couch Talks or I might just keep, keep them and then I'll talk about them next year. So you have some accountability from me because I do believe there's power in speaking your goals, getting account- accountability and asking for help in them because it's hard to do most things alone. But I don't want this to be something that you're flashing all over Instagram to get that like count up and to get some um, attention that we mistake for love and belonging. So I want you to send them to me. And then we're going to check in next year and see how it went. But again, the stipulations, nothing to do with outside validation. And a goal that's wow factor comes from how it makes me feel consistently versus one time. It's going to be an exercise in pulling us out of this. I'm doing this to please other people and to make other people happy and and not ruffle feathers within what they want for me in my life or what I want for me in my life. And also, uh, it's taking away this idea that I'm creating a goal to meet someone else's life where they are, right? I see somebody else's life. I want that. So I'm going to create a goal that gets me there versus not knowing really what really goes on with that person's life and is focusing on what I want for my life outside of what other people are doing. So send those to me. I'm going to keep a list. I can't wait to hear what they are. I already told you guys what mine is. So use that as an example. I'm going to watch Harry Potter movies and I'm going to start to read the books. And I don't care if somebody thinks it's cool. I don't think if somebody thinks it's nerdy, but I'm really enjoying it so far. And Actually, when I get to the end of this, it might be, it's, you know how like when you reach a goal, you're like, oh, that felt so good. I'm going to be like, oh, I want to keep doing it because I don't want those to be over. So maybe by the time I get to the end of the movies, they'll come out with a new one because there's a lot of them. And I feel like if they made eight, they could make nine. Anyway, so that's going to do it for me today. Send me those goals. I hope you guys are having the first week of the new year that you need to have, whether that's good, bad, in between, hard, easy, exciting. 
And if you don't follow me on Instagram, you can do that at cat.defada or at you need therapy podcast. Thank you guys for walking into the new year with me. I'm really excited to see what comes of these goals and just what comes of this year in general and what comes of Harry Potter because I have some theories and I will share. Maybe I'll do a whole podcast on what I thought was going to happen and then what happened. What I'm saying is uni therapy is soon to be turning into you need Harry Potter and that's it's going to be a Harry Potter podcast. Don't worry, not going to do that, but I'm sure there has to be a Harry Potter podcast out there. If you if you know a good one, let me know. No spoilers though, because like I said, I am only in the sixth movie. Okay, I got to go. I hope you guys, again, have the first week of the new year that you need to have. Thanks for being here and I will talk to you guys on Wednesday for Couch Talks. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.